Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I hope you're having a great day today, and I hope that you've been doing something to further the cause of Christ and that you've been walking with the Lord. It's been a good day here in Santa Clara already today. I've uh, been able to preach the Bible to a group of people and spent some time in studying and doing some different things pertaining to the uh, needs of the ministry that we have here, and God is good. I tell you, we just came off of a, of a blessed Sunday and a big crowd in the house of God, and we got to see souls saved and baptized and uh, visitors in the pew, and they can still be done. Don't you swallow the pessimistic pill that uh, I, I believe so many preachers have swallowed and those who sit in the pew as well. And they're going around saying God used to, God has, God once did, and it's all past tense, it's all retrospect, but that's not how God works. God was God yesterday, hallelujah, but listen, neighbor, he's God today, and he's going to be God tomorrow. And I'm glad that as long as you and I are here, there's work to do for God, and we can still get the job done. We still have an inspired book. We still have the indwelling Holy Spirit. We still have that great commission to go in all the world and preach the gospel, and it's the gospel that is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. It doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, or what they've done. If they hear the gospel and they'll believe it, they can be born again. We've been studying in the book of Romans together, and we're in the 15th chapter. And we'll probably have another broadcast or two after this before we finish this chapter up. I've enjoyed going through the book of Romans. It's such an important book for the New Testament believer because we find our church-age doctrine, the foundation of it, laid in Romans. And Romans deals with the topics of righteousness and salvation and justification, uh, sin, all of these different important topics. Paul is writing to a church in the city of Rome that is a young church, and it's a church church made up of Jewish and Gentile believers. Because of that, they had schisms and, uh, you know, their, their biases that were ingrained in them because of their heritage, and they had issues to deal with. So Paul has been admonishing them to receive one another, and God brought them together in one body. And we've talked about that in chapter 14 and a little in chapter 15. If you've missed any of these Bible studies, let me invite you before I go on, go to where you get your podcast and sign up for our podcast, Striving for Revival, the podcast and you'll have access to all of these past studies. I was just thinking as I was going through that information that we've already talked about, maybe you missed some of that. And you say, well, I wish I would have heard those. Well, you can via the podcast. Just go and subscribe. It's all free. And you'll have access to all of these archived Bible studies uh, that we have done through these years. Uh, in the last several weeks, we've been in Romans, and we've done other book studies as well. And all of that is there on the podcast. Today, we're going to look in Romans chapter 15 as we continue. And we'll be reading in verse 17, and we'll read down through at least verse 20 today. And we'll see what the Bible has to say for us here. Verse 17, I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ hath wrought 
not wrought rather by me, to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed, through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Holy Spirit, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Illyricum I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. Paul has just finished discussing how that he has been ordained a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. He is going to those who are the uncircumcision, those who were raised in idolatry and paganism, those who might have been totally foreign to Judaism, those who before had been outside looking in when it came to the promises of God that were given to the nation of Israel. And now the gospel has been extended to whosoever will, let him come. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that same gospel, that same salvation is available not just to the Jew, but also to the Greek. It is the power of God, I said, unto salvation to everyone who would believe. And God saved Paul as one born out of due season. He was a persecutor of the church, as Saul, a hateful man. He did all that he could do to make sure that the gospel did not go forth. He shut down churches and imprisoned Christians. He was an enemy of the cross. But we know the story well. On the road to Damascus, Saul of Tarsus had a head-on collision with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he saw his Savior there, and he falls to his face and says, Who art that Lord? He knew who he was. And he said, I'm the one you persecute. My name's Jesus. And there on the road to Damascus, Saul of Tarsus got born again. From that point on, he's called Paul. He goes forth and preaches the gospel, plants churches, a blessing to people, does what he can do to further the cause of Christ. And God used him as a chosen vessel specifically to those who were Gentiles. Now he says in verse 17, if he's going to glory... He'd only glory in those things which pertain to God. He's only going to talk about those things that God did through him. He's not going to uh, elaborate and go further than the truth. He's not going to stretch it at all. But he's going to describe how God used an old sinner like Paul to reach the Gentiles. He wouldn't speak of anything which Christ had not worked through him. He's saying, I'm going to, uh, here's what, here's my purpose. Here, here's what I'm here for. I, I, I was saved to make the Gentiles obedient by word and by deed. In verse number 18, for I'll not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ had not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed. So by his actions and by his preaching, he preached and he practiced, he served and he sermonized. He went out and spread the gospel. He uh, helped people. In verse 19, it says, through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. So the power of God was on his life. Now you read the book of Acts and you understand the book of Acts is showing us a transitional period. The New Testament had not been completely finished or written yet. The canon of Scripture was not closed. And during that transition time, God allowed these apostles to perform signs and miracles to authenticate their message. And you'll study that and see that in the life of Peter and the life of Paul and the life of other of these uh, early apostles. But those signs, of course, have ceased since we have the fulfillment of Scripture. But Paul says, my ministry went forth in word and deed, and it was accompanied by these mighty signs. Uh, these mighty wonders, the power 
of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave Paul the ability to work miracles in his ministry at that point in time to get the gospel to those who needed it. His ministry stretched a mighty long way. You read the scripture, and it tells us that he uh, preached the gospel from Jerusalem all the way there into southeast Europe, areas of Italy and Macedonia, and uh, that region of the world. Paul had preached the gospel. He's what we'd call a missionary a missionary pioneer. He didn't go where others had gone. He didn't go to an established work. He did not take over a church that had already been formed and was functioning, but Paul went where the gospel had never been preached. You talk about a pioneering spirit. You talk about a man with vision and a man uh, with zeal and a man who would believe God. Paul did not labor uh, in the vineyard of someone else. He didn't build upon another man's foundation, but Paul entered into the ministry and went to play where people had not heard the gospel. God give us a revival of that in this day and hour. I thank God for you who are listening, you missionaries who are there, and what faith it takes to get a man or a woman on the field. And God bless you. And I thank God for you. I wish we had more folks that would surrender their life to serve God on a mission field, to leave the familiar, to maybe leave family, to uh, forfeit finances, all of those things that we would find comforting in this life. And they'd say, you know what, I'm going to go to some place where the gospel's never been preached. Could you imagine? preaching the gospel to somebody who's never heard it and watching their eyes open and their mind begin to grasp the concept as their heart hears the truth that Jesus loved them and Jesus died for them and that they can be saved from their sin and go to heaven and spend the eternity there with God. God help us. Paul went to these regions where others had not been. We need some people with pondering spirits in these days. Maybe a young man who's listening now, a young lady, maybe a married couple, you're listening now. Could God not use you in that fashion? Yes, I know it might be dangerous and it might be discomforting in a way. But can I say the will of God is the best place to be? And there are folks out there that have never heard the gospel. We're here today saved. We have churches today. Why? Because Paul was a pioneer missionary. Thank God for his labor. We're going to continue in this chapter next broadcast. Until then, keep praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.